עליתי ארצה, באתי את הדרך, לא שכחתי שבה הלכתי אני ותמדתי אם תפנו בנשינו וצרורות אז בידינו Shalom, shalom, shalom. My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, 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 everyone, to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. This is episode number 19. Um, we have a really great show today. We, uh, we, you know what? With everything that's been going on in the world, everything politically in uh, the United States and in Israel, it's all balagan. It's... Uh, It's a big fat mess. Um, I've decided to do this show on a very, very serious subject. Um, schnitzel. So, <laughs> so we're going to talk about schnitzel today. Um, before we do that, though, um, again, thank you for coming. Uh, listen, if this is your first time watching us on the video version of this podcast, please, please, please. Do not forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you're always in the loop and always know when we have a fresh episode out. Also, if you want to take us with you on your way to work or to the gym, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Um, before we uh, get into the magic of schnitzel, um, I need to... Uh, I need to give a couple of shout-outs. We've, we've actually rearranged um, our shout-outs based on uh, some really great news that we've gotten. And uh, I'll share that with you after um, after I read these. So the first one is from Neviot. Neviot flavored water, nature at its best taste. Neviot Plus delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel. It's enhanced with five, that's five B group vitamins. It's naturally sweetened. It is low in calories, only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. There are no, I repeat, no preservatives, no color additives, and it's available in delicious indulging flavors. Yeah, I love that. Um, Apple, peach, and as you can see, grape. My son loves these. Um, if you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. For more information, check out their website at www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. If you want to get this water uh, delivered to your home, check out... Um, Our next uh, sponsor, and that is Makolet Online. Makolet Online's main goal is to make Israeli groceries and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. Their online store comes uh, carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America, things like tahini, which is amazing, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviat water that you just saw. At Makolet Online, you'll find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. If you would like the tastes of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makoletonline.com and order today for an additional bonus, you guys. If you use the code 12 Cities in Israel, the number one, two, Cities in Israel, all one word, no spaces. You will receive 15% off of your entire purchase. So again, visit www.makoletonline.com and order today. Um, and you know what Neviat goes great with? And I know this from experience. And if you've been on my Instagram, you'll see uh, Neviat goes great with schnitzel. So schnitzel, for those of you who don't know what schnitzel is or have only heard um, of the name, okay? So th th it's possible. It's totally possible. Schnitzel, you know. Uh, actually, what's funny is one of the things that I think of when I think of schnitzel is uh, those little wiener dogs. 
um, which is kind of hilarious. Um, I don't know why, but uh, maybe because it's a German dog. Um, I don't know. Um, but, 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 but. Okay, so we're talking about schnitzel. Schnitzel, where, so I need to give you some history on what schnitzel is. And the reason we're doing this, the reason why the 12 Cities in Israel podcast number 19 <clears throat> is talking about schnitzel is because you can't walk five feet without running into schnitzel. So if you're looking for food in Israel, um, schnitzel is everywhere. It's it's invaded Israel from Europe. Now, uh, before we get into the history, Peter, what's up? Um, I'm going to have a sip of my Jacob's coffee, which is a Polish coffee that you can get in Israel and everyone has it. Um, give me one moment. Oh my gosh. Absolutely amazing. Peter, again, that was for you. Um, I actually, I need to get you um, a package of it. You, you'll, and it's going to do me a disservice because it's not rare, but it's not like prevalent in the United States on Amazon and everything like that. Um, so if I give it out to you, Peter, you're going to want it and start buying it and that will leave less for me. So I don't know. Actually, I might rethink that. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, all right, so back to schnitzel. So schnitzel originally was called, are you ready for this? Wiener schnitzel. Which uh, is German for, and I didn't know this before I did a cursory research, a little bit of cursory research before this episode, but Wiener schnitzel, I always thought Wiener was like, Wiener was like um, pork. But um, it ain't, so I'm wrong, glad to be wrong, glad to expand my knowledge. So Wiener Schnitzel is a geographical name, and I guess it's a, in, all right, so before we do that, um, it's a geographical name, and it is, Wiener is Vienna, so it's Vienna Schnitzel, and Schnitzel basically means cutlet. Crazy, right? So chicken cutlet, but it's not. So if it's Wiener schnitzel and there are, I guess there's a law and everything in Austria and Germany um, that Wiener schnitzel has to be veal. But Wiener schnitzel, no. Yes, Wiener schnitzel has to be veal, but schnitzel can be um, pork, veal, beef, um, chicken, turkey. And basically, schnitzel schnitzel is just a cutlet, okay? Um, but the cutlet has to be prepared in a specific way. And it has to be prepared with flour, egg, and fried in some type of oil, some type of vegetable oil. It can be anything from vegetable oil to uh, to like olive oil. I, I, I do it in olive oil. I oven fry it, bake it um, when I make it. Um, but so, yeah, there's like a law, a law in, in Germany and Austria that if, it, if you're going to put it on the menu and call it Wiener Schnitzel, you go to schnitzel jail if, if it's not veal. I don't know. If you go to jail, you probably don't. Um, although maybe, I don't know. They take their schnitzel very, very seriously. But the other place, um, so I used to go to a restaurant in Williamsburg, a Polish restaurant, and you could get um, schnitzel there. And it was, uh, it was veal. It was Wiener schnitzel. And uh, so I guess all across that area, um, Austria, uh, Poland, um, Germany, Ukraine. But interestingly, there is, and I have to, I have to look this up because I don't want to say it incorrectly. There is another, there's a similar, 
um, dish called escalope in France. And it's basically just cutlet battered um, with, with egg. So, um, and there's also tonkatsu in Japan and Milanesa of Italy, Mexico, Uruguay, Argentina, and Brazil. So it's a wide ranging, um, oh, and mutton is all, I don't even know what mutton is. Um, so schnitzel can be a bunch of different meats, um, but it's gotta be, it's, it's with egg. It's not with, um, it's not with milk. So those of you who are like, um, like if you went to McDonald's or even, all right, even if you went to a deli in New York and you got chicken cutlet, chicken cutlet is normally made with, uh, you know, milk and then it's battered. And I think Kentucky Fried Chicken uses dried milk. I saw this thing on why Kentucky Fried Chicken isn't doing well in Israel, but I mean, Kentucky Fried Chicken, come on. If you just started making schnitzel with your original recipe, you know what I mean? Use those spices, which um, you, you'd you probably make a killing. So think about it. Um, Colonel, what's his name? Colonel something. Um, Colonel Sanders, that's who it is. Uh, but anyways, we're not talking about KFC. We are talking about schnitzel. Now, um, one of the cool things is... Uh, all right, so I told you that Wiener Schnitzel is veal, and it has to be veal. Otherwise, it's not sch- Schnitzel. It's called. Are you ready? I'm gonna give you the full name. Germans, man, you gotta make it difficult by cramming all the words in. So it's when any other kind of meat is used, the dish must be called Wiener Schnitzel von, and it's the thing. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel von Schwein, Wiener Schnitzel von Pute, Wiener Schnitzel von Hun. So Pute is Turkey, I'm assuming. It's a very phonetic language. I took it in high school. Um, and the only thing I remember is, was is in der Tasche? What's in the bag? Um, only because I saw that in a video game and it stuck in my head. Um, and Hun is Turkey. Now, when you're in Israel, you will only find it in Turkey and chicken. But before we get it, no, I should, hold on, one more sip. I'm in the mood for coffee. Um, so, if you, yes, so I will get back to, I want to talk about, schnitzel by in Israel um but I want to talk about schnitzel around the world first because that's the cool thing and that's what's so amazing about Israel culinarily is that a word I hope that's a word um so in Israel you'll find all kinds of different food you'll find and this is I I think a, a, a while back I talked about falafel a serious talk about shooks and falafel I think that was the episode and it was the talk about um the argument that exists over who owns falafel same argument exists over who owns hummus um and so by that you know logic by that metric uh you 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 need to ask if you're going to be honest and objective you need to ask who owns pizza um who owns frankfurters hot dogs um who owns freedom fries french fries um we joke about that all the time i think that's hilarious freedom fries um hey george bush never thought you'd make a food name stick um i just think that's hilarious um so who who owns all those things? Um, if you're eating Chinese food in uh, Germany, are you culturally appropriating Chinese food? No, you're not. You're just enjoying uh, the um, accomplishments of another uh, of a hist whatever. You're enjoying the accomplishments of some country culinarily throughout time and your what do they say um 
not emulation, but um, what do you call it? Copying is is the largest sign of respect. It's along those lines. I can't remember the exact phrase, and now I look like a bonehead for even bringing that phrase up. But it's okay. Um, so basically, what I was talking about was Israel has all of these different Jews from all of these different places. Um, Schnitzel came with the Ashkenazim, um, and it came from Eastern Europe. And it was very popular because, I didn't know this, really interesting, there was a food shortage um, at the beginning of the establishment of the state. So, trying to feed everyone, um, and schnitzel was easy to make, incredibly easy to make. It doesn't require much preparation. All you got to do is, is batter it. Uh, and fry it, and boom, you're done, and you're full, and very happy because schnitzel's amazing. And um, but 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 uh, so veal, uh, and I don't know the uh, halakhic um, uh, guidelines on this, but apparently the veal was something that was eaten. Um, there was no compunction over its preparation and all of that stuff like there is now. Um, but you couldn't find veal in the early state. So what they did is what you could find was chicken and you could find turkey. So they they started, created this, uh, um, what do you call it? They created this custom, let's say. Actually, that's a perfect way to describe it. They created a custom. Israel, the new state, created a custom and said schnitzel since we can't get um, veal, we're going to make schnitzel out of chicken and turkey. And it is the bomb. It's amazing. You'll pass out. Um, before I go into the entire um, what I like about schnitzel um, in Israel, and specifically Israeli schnitzel, um, I want to read off, and I get this from the uh, the Wikipedia page. So you know, hey, what do they say? Wikipedia is a lot of people getting together to do great things to bring you as much information as possible. Um, so I find it really interesting that people want to hate on uh, Wikipedia. Um, always follow Wikipedia's what do you call them um, footnotes. And you're 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 safe if if the footnotes are bogus, then you know not to use it as a source. And I checked this out, and we're pretty good now. Um, the, what's hilarious is <laughs> on the schnitzel page it says worldwide schnitzels. That's the title of that section of the Wikipedia schnitzel page. Um, so, um. It says the English term schnitzel means in general all types of breaded, fried, flat, is that a requirement? Flat pieces of meat. Due to the similarity between schnitzel and a scallope, I hope I'm saying that right. In many countries, people sometimes refer to schnitzels as a scallope and vice versa. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to read off, only take a moment, um, where you can get schnitzel in the world and one of them is Australia. So you can get it in Australia. You can, of course, get it in Austria, which in German is called Osterreich. Um, just, I don't know why that's important. But every time I think of it, I think of my German class. And so you can get it in Australia, Austria, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. So that, uh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. You can get it in Brazil. Um, it's designated Milanesa in Brazil. You can get it in Bulgaria, Colombia, Croatia, um, Czech Republic. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it says it's very popular in the Czech Republic. Um, Denmark, uh, Finland. Um, where else? Finland. Wow. The section on Finland is huge. So I guess Finland is a big schnitzel country. Um, France, 
um, where, holy cow, it's called Pariser Schnitzel. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Because um, they just sent said Escalope was France, but whatever. Um, Germany, of course. Um, and it says that in Germany, the term schnitzel just means cutlets. So I don't know if there's, oh my gosh. I'm going to read this real quick. This is hilarious. So there's Jaeger schnitzel, schnitzel Wiener Art, Munchner schnitzel, which is Munich schnitzel, Ram schnitzel, and Zigoiner schnitzel, Gypsy schnitzel, which that sounds kind of rude, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, Hungary is another place you can get it. Iran. Whoa, are you kidding? Schnitzel is popular in Iran. Dude, who'd have thunk it? Dude, uh, all right. So, Israel, you're having so many problems with Iran. Um, Iran, you're having so many problems with Israel. Schnitzel. We have a world schnitzel summit, and you guys work it out over schnitzel. Dude, come on. I figured it all out. Who needs a degree in international studies? Um... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Israel, that section is honking. Holy cow. Um, and it's crazy. So it says the schnitzel tradition was brought from Europe to Israel by Ashkenazi Jews. Thank you, Ashkenazi Jews. Um, and it is, well, I'm going to go all into that. You can find it in Japan, but it's called of... It's called something else. And I don't know that there's any relation to schnitzel itself other than it's something that was developed uh, similarly. Korea. Um, and the same goes for there. Latin America, Mexico. Holy cow. Namibia. Um, and this says due to German colonial history, which makes sense. The Netherlands and Belgium. Um and North Macedonia, Poland, which I mentioned, Portugal. Wow, holy cow. Because um, that's way on the other side. Romania. Oh, wow. Russia. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Serbia. Slovakia. Slovenia. All the Slovs. Um, South Africa. Spain. And in Spain, it's called um, Escalope. Uh, Sweden, Switzerland, Switzerland makes sense because they speak German in Swiss, in Switzerland. Um, they also speak French for those of you who don't know, um, Turkey, um, and Ukraine, Ukraine, the United States, um, and boom, there you go. All those places, all, all, all of those places are schnitzel havens. Yay. We love schnitzel. Um, so yeah. Um, gosh, I love schnitzel. Now I want schnitzel. So for those of you who don't know, um, or maybe you do know, I don't know. Uh, so yes, you would know now because I told you schnitzel is basically just breaded, um, meat. So what you do is you dip it cause I make it. Um, I make it all the time. I'm probably making it about once every two weeks. And um, schnitzel is just breaded. Uh, you dip it in egg. You scramble, the, you, you scramble the eggs. You dip the meat in the egg. I use chicken cutlet. You dip it in the egg. You dip it in, uh, in flour. And I use, um, I use Jason's, which is kosher. Yay breadcrumbs. Um, and I use the seasoned ones, but I also add a bunch to it. Uh, cause I want to give it a little bit of a punch and give it some flavor that, uh, it, it that, it, you know, not that schnitzel is bland, but it can be bland. So I'm going to right now, it looks like I've been talking about schnitzel for about 20 minutes. So we're going to take a break real quick. I'm going to do a couple of shout outs and then I'm going to tell you what I put in my schnitzel 
and what uh and i'm going to tell you about some of the best schnitzel i've ever had and i'm going to also tell you about some places where you can get schnitzel when you are by israel in israel so 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 let me take a sip of coffee real quick and hold on all right so i'm going to read a couple of these to you and these are our sponsors thank you so much our first one um at this break is i connect engagement with israel that earns you rewards earn points and connect with israel with articles games quizzes polls and more so what exactly is i connect well iConnect is a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect introduces you to a unique way to acquaint yourself with all things Israel while working towards winning once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www.iconnect dot co dot il and start playing now our next one is from israel phones israel phones is the leading provider of communication devices for people traveling to israel israel phones offers sim cards mi-fi devices which are mobile wi-fi hotspots travel products and serves the connectivity needs of tour groups synagogues schools community missions study programs and individuals supplying you with international prepaid SIM card, cell phones, and USB portable modem hotspot rentals. Right now, because of watching this show, Israel Phones will give you a free SIM card, which is a $15 value if you spend $30 or more on their site. All you have to do to get this deal is to use the coupon code 12CitiesInIsrael. That's the number one, two, Cities in Israel, all one word, no spaces, when checking out on your next order. For more information on what Israel Phones can do for you, and to get this great deal, please visit www.israelphones.com. Head on over to www.israelphones.com. Go over there, check them out. They're really good people. Go over, check out the iConnect website, too. Um, Shoshana, hey, what's up? To you and your team. Um, it's a nice, nice job you guys are doing over there. So, um, be a part of that. All right. Um, all right. So we are talking about schnitzel. I told you I was going to tell you, yay, about my schnitzel recipe. That sounds so wrong, but whatever. Um, so, and we're going to compare it to a couple of others that, um, I don't know. I don't even know if I can compare it. So, all right. Um, so I told you, you take egg, you scramble it, you take two of them. All right. If you got a package of chicken, so then you, uh, scramble the eggs, put it in a bowl. You take the, in. you take another bowl, you put a, uh, what do you put breadcrumbs in there? I use, um, kosher breadcrumbs. I use, uh, what are they? Jason? I think they're called Jason flavored breadcrumbs. I use the flavored ones because I just find that they are really good tasting. Um, And then this is where the secret sauce comes in. You guys ready? So what do I do? I take turmeric, a half a teaspoon, pour it in to the breading. All this gets poured into the breading. Turmeric, half a teaspoon. Um, What do you call it? Um, paprika, half a teaspoon, uh, coriander, half a teaspoon, uh, cinnamon, half a teaspoon. Crazy, right? It's amazing. Um, what else? I do something else. Do I do cumin? I think I might do cumin. You can try it with, you could try it without. Sometimes cumin's a little sharp, so, um, but it's good. And then, uh, I mix it all up. Oh, sometimes I take a little bit of garlic powder, too. Half a teaspoon, pour that in. Mix all of the breading up. And then I batter the chicken cutlet, the slices. And then I put them in a pan that's been sprayed with olive oil. Then I spray the top with olive oil um, of each of the cutlets. And then I 
take uh, sesame seeds and I put sesame seeds on top. Um, and there is something about it that just makes it taste absolutely amazing. Um, and then I bake it at 400 for 25 minutes. And they cook through perfectly. They're nice. They're juicy. And they don't have that. Sometimes, you know, fried food has that that taste. And you can have it on. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how you can have it. Because what I want to do is I want to tell you about how you can get it in Israel. So the most common way that I have seen um, schnitzel in Israel is on a sandwich. Holy crap. Absolutely amazing. Um, I lose, lose, lose my mind whenever I have one. Now, you have to understand, like, all right, so you can go and you can put it on a piece of bread, um, a focaccia roll, whatever you want to put it on, and it will be good. Don't worry. The way I made it, it'll be amazing. But the way they do it in Israel is they have this tray of stuff that you can put on it. They have chili sauce, green and red um, I don't know which one's hotter. I can't remember. They have Israeli salad. Okay. They have eggplant. Um, they have, what else do they have? They have, um, and the eggplant is not just regular eggplant. It's, uh, it's pickled eggplant. They have uh, hard-boiled eggs that are sliced. They have, what else? all kinds of stuff, onions, everything, and they put it on. So you got the sandwich, you got the bread, you've got this amazing, crisp, juicy schnitzel that's either turkey or chicken. Both are amazing. And then they say, salad. Ken, yes. They put a ton of, a ton, a ton of salad. Uh, chili? Yes. Boom. Uh, eggplant? Yes. Boom. Um, and on and on and on. And then they squeeze it and then they wrap it and then they hand it to you. And then they cut it. Well, no, they squeeze it, they wrap it, they cut it in half and then they hand it to you. And you look at this half of the sandwich and this mess this amazing, beautiful, tasty mess. And you're going to pass out because even before you bit into it, the smell of it, you know in your heart, you know how absolutely amazing it is. So that is how you get it in Israel. Oh, there's something else that I forgot that's important, but we'll get to that in a second. So you've got, that's how, so I've just told you how I make it. And I've just, and that's just the schnitzel. Then I told you how it's usually prepared in Israel. Now let me tell you about some of the best schnitzel I've ever had. So, and this is a toss up. This is definitely a toss up. So my best friend, Moti Biton, his wife, Iris, is one of the most amazing cooks I have ever had the pleasure of meeting and experiencing her food. And I say experiencing her food because you could say, oh, you mean eating? No, experiencing her food. Her couscous with pickled vegetables is amazing. And then you could say, oh, pickle. Blah, blah, blah. No, you have no idea. It's heaven. So I'm over there one day and I'm telling this story. And every time I see Moti, we talk about this story. So um, Moti has a daughter. Her, her name is uh, Linoy. So she's tiny. 
tiny, little, skinny, beautiful, amazing kid. Kid, she's an adult. <clears throat> so at the time, I think she had to be eight. No, she had to be like 20-something, all right, the first time I met her. And I'm at Moti's house, and Moti's wife, Iris, just made schnitzel. And I haven't eaten it yet, but it smells absolutely amazing. So Lenoy comes in, comes pounding into the room. Boom, 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 boom. She grabs a roll, takes a knife, practically rips it in half with the knife in such a flurry of movement. Then she slaps mayo on it, slaps some uh, this red sauce. I didn't know what it was on it. And then takes one, two, three pieces of schnitzel. And I'm talking full-size pieces of chicken cutlet. And then cuts it in half. Says, okay, yalla bye, and turns and walks away. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So the red sauce is red pepper spread. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely amazing. Um, so I go, and I'm thinking, schnitzel. I've had schnitzel. I know schnitzel. It's not a problem. I mean, it's not that it's a problem. It's It's just... There's a normalcy to it. Okay, cool. Schnitzel. I bite into um, Iris's schnitzel. Holy crap. I almost lost my mind. I almost lost my mind. I have never had schnitzel that tasted so good in my entire life. Moti, your wife, makes the best schnitzel in Israel. Now. <laughs> I'm there last April for Moti's son's wedding. After the wedding, we go over there. What are they serving? Schnitzel. So I say, oh, wow, Iris, I'm so excited. You made schnitzel. She goes, no, Lenoy. I'm like, what? So Lenoy made the schnitzel. So I'm... I'm not nervous because I know it's going to taste similar because it's coming from the same house. I know she can't, you know, she grew up on this. She's got to know how to make it. I bite into it. I'm like, whoa, this is the same schnitzel, but different and amazing. Not that yours is not amazing, but this is a different kind of amazing. What? Why? How? How is this different? Apparently, Lenoy, Iris's daughter, Moti's daughter, uses dates. She in the breading. Oh, holy junk. Absolutely amazing. It is out of control. Um... So, schnitzel is, to me, because of my experience, schnitzel, to me, is Israel. Um, it's, wow, now I'm really hungry for schnitzel. Holy cow. I'm going to have to take some chicken out of, I'm going to have to take some chicken out of the freezer. Hold on one sec. I'm going to have a sip of coffee. Give me a moment. All right, so uh, so that's one place that you can get two different types of schnitzel. Um, I'm sure Moti would have you over if you wanted, but um, for those of you who aren't able to go there when you're in Israel, I am going to tell you a couple of other places uh, where you can get schnitzel. Um, there is... Uh, literally, though, you can get it just about everywhere. If you go to a restaurant, if you go to a place that makes sandwiches, and a lot of places specifically just make schnitzel. Like, there's this one place in Machana Yehuda in Jerusalem, the big open-air market, um, and I think it's called Mr. Schnitzel uh, because I think I th saw on my credit card receipt it was Mr. Schnitzel. Um. And it was one of the most amazing, um, the most amazing schnitzels I've ever had. But you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful, <coughs> excuse me, 
when you have schnitzel in Israel and they ask you, do you want it hot? Um, when you're putting stuff on top of it. So when you're putting the toppings on the, the, uh, the salad and the, the pepper sauce and all that stuff. Now the red pepper spread is not hot at all, but the chilies are, and the, it's like, uh, liquid, um, liquid fire. Holy cow. Um, and if you ask for hot, be prepared. Um, it's going to be hot. It is hot, hot, hot. There's no degrees. There's no medium, hot, light, hot there. It's all hot. So, um, I had one and I almost couldn't finish it. It was so hot. Um, but I did cause I'm a trooper and I love schnitzel. Another place, um, and they have a couple of locations all around the country, and I do recommend going there. Um, it's a place called Johnny Crispy. Um, and if you go onto my, uh, if you go onto our Instagram, you can see um, I got schnitzel there. And it's funny. It's actually a funny, um, funny way that that happened. Um, so I wound up going, I wanted to get something else and they didn't have it. They were out of it. And then I wanted to get, I was like, okay, do you have this? And they were like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have it. I was like, uh, what about schnitzel? Yes, we have schnitzel because that's the fallback. Everyone's got schnitzel. And, uh, I wound up having that and I was like, oh my gosh, it was really good. Really good. Not motis, um, but it was amazing. Um, where else? So I've told you about a place in Jerusalem. I've told you about a place that's in a couple of different locations. I'm pretty sure you can get it at, um, what do you call it? It's not a restaurant, um, Kofix, but they make sandwiches and stuff. And I don't know if it's hot and I haven't tried it there. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can get it there. You can get it just about anywhere. Um, and if you're in New York and you're curious, um, there is a place called Holy Schnitzel. Um, look that up, check them out. Um, it's really good. I, um, it's kosher. Um, it's banging and it's, it's real life schnitzel. So, um, yeah. Now there was something else I wanted to tell you guys about. So there was schnitzel. Schnitzel in Israel, my recipe for schnitzel. Um, I'm trying to think, I can't really think of what else there is to talk about schnitzel. Um, huh, I love schnitzel. Oh my gosh, I love schnitzel. And now I want schnitzel really, really, really bad. But um, yeah, so if you're in the mood for schnitzel um, and you're in Israel, uh, there's a ton of places you can get it. I've also just given you a rundown on how you make schnitzel. Mm -mm -mm. You can make it. It's super duper easy. Um, and I recommend you make it. Um, I recommend you have it with as much stuff on top of it as possible. Uh, oh, there was another place that I used to get schnitzel all the time. And their schnitzel is amazing. I don't know. You could probably go there. Um, but I do have to give a shout out to the, <laughs> this is ridiculous. The Ben Gurion university in Beersheba cafeteria, um, had schnitzel just about every day and, um, you'll pass out. Uh, Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. Okay. 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 So, um, one of the things that makes schnitzel amazing, um, is not just the toppings that go on it, but, um, the other things that go on top of it. And one of the things that they put on uh, on schnitzel in Israel, and you can have it in a pita. They cut it up. You can put it in a pita. They put it on a sandwich. You can have it on order, uh, You can have it on rice. Um, but what they put on it is either hummus, but most of the time, tahina, which is tahini. And if you've never had schnitzel with tahini, your life sucks because it's amazing. Holy cow. Now I'm going to make your life even worse because one of the things that you normally eat with schnitzel is chips, French fries. 
Now, I am a, oh my gosh, I am a sucker for French fries. So French fries and schnitzel covered in tahini. Tahini is a sesame seed paste sauce. It's, it's, you'll lose your mind. You will lose your mind. And every place that I've told you about, with the exception of Kofix, you can get, uh, you can usually, almost everywhere, you can get um, schnitzel with French fries. If you're getting a schnitzel sandwich, um, do you want fries with that? Uh, so you will always, always, always um, be able to do that. And if you're eating schnitzel, you got to be eating fries with it. And you got to load it up with all kinds of stuff. Red pepper sauce, um, uh, Israeli salad, put some eggplant on there, pepper. Yeah, put them on. Oh, you want lettuce? Yeah, put, I don't care, put that on. What do you got? That green stuff, put it on. It's really hot. Put it on. All of it. And then just blow your mind. All right, that's all I have to say about schnitzel. I covered all my bases. <laughs> all right. Um, that's pretty. Yeah, that is. That's all I've got to say about schnitzel. I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, and thank you for listening to me ramble about one of the foods that I love more than anything and helping me escape, helping me. And I hope I helped you to escape the balagan of politics and petty ugh. Um, all right, so I'm going to finish this up and what I'm going to do before we, um, before we move into the closing, I'm going to tell you about what's coming up in February and, um, this show, the 12 cities in Israel podcast will be in Tel Aviv at the C executive suites to do interviews with a number of people from across Israeli society. We have a bunch of wonderful people confirmed as guests, including, Doron Almog from Ale, he's a retired general. Uh, Rivka Karmi, the former president of Ben Gurion University. M.K. Stav Shafir, Daniel Seaman, Yishai Fleischer, Tomer Yosef, DJ Aviel Brandt, Corey Gil Schuster from uh, uh, Ask a Palestinian, Ask an Israeli on YouTube. Sarah Tuttle Singer, Shoshana Keats Jasko, both of them are. Um, our journalists and bloggers for uh, the Times of Israel. Daniel Seaman, who I mentioned, he's a journalist too. He was the uh, communications director, I, 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 probably the wrong title, but eventually, uh, uh, essentially the uh, communications director for um, Benjamin Netanyahu in his first administration. Um, Yishai Fleischer is the spokesperson for... Uh, for... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Hebron, uh, the the um, Jewish community in Hebron. Uh, Tomer Yosef is the lead singer and musician of uh, Balkan Beatbox and many others. And we even have a professional ballerina who's a personal friend, and she's awesome. In total, we will be interviewing 22 to 24 people who represent some of the best of Israel creatively, professionally, and academically. This project has a very real potential to have a profound impact outside of Israel on a number of different spectrums, from the political to the social, meaning that this very well could be the catalyst to the world seeing Israel in a more positive light. Um, to be a part of this and to help us, please visit our website, www.12citiesinisrael. Uh, that's the number one, two, citiesinisrael.com. And uh, make a donation through PayPal <clears throat> toward helping us fund our trip. In total, it's going to cost about $10,000. Um, we've uh, reached about half of that. We have $5,000 remaining, and this is, uh, is going to go towards airfare. Um, the space that we have where we're going to be filming um, and recording and the, the remainder of the equipment that we need. Um, as well as some equipment, uh, equipment rental when we get there. Um, I personally am not taking any pay for this. Um, so if you'd like to help, please again visit our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com. 
com and hit the PayPal button. Um, again, yeah, uh, help us in any way you can. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, all right, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed and hit that notification bell and become a part of the 12 Cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week, so keep your eyes out for it. Um, also, to help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. And again, that's one, two cities in Israel. Um, also, 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 please visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast, plus other videos that we have produced, including our full-length travel episode on the city of Beersheba in southern Israel. While you're there, please don't forget, again, to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. You can also check us out at our website, www.12citiesinisrael.com, on our Facebook page and on Instagram, where every day, we post a brand new picture from our Israel travels. I try to do it every day. Getting better. <laughs> all right. Um, that's all. Toda ba. Itrot ve galabai. Sharon,